Hello, and welcome back to the Save the Cat podcast. I'm Naomi. I teach, consult, and blog for Save the Cat, and I record these podcast episodes where I talk about questions that you've sent in or that have come up in our workshops. And today's question is one that was brought up by a writer from our recent Los Angeles live workshop, which was a lot of fun, by the way, and hello to everyone who joined me for that full weekend. You guys were great. Um, So our question for today is, Can an antagonist change his or her mind over the course of a screenplay and side with the protagonist? And I think this is an interesting question because logically you might think, no, if if the antagonist stops being the antagonist, then it would seem like the story wouldn't be very interesting anymore. Um, But that first assumption isn't always right, of course, and I think it is possible to have an antagonist stop being an antagonist. And actually, I bet it happens more often than we might think. So when I was beginning to think about this question and how to answer it, uh, I started searching my mental storehouse of movies to see if I could come up with any examples at all of movies where the antagonist switches sides. And the first one that came to mind was Bridesmaids. Um, If you're not familiar with Bridesmaids, very basically it's a comedy about a woman named Annie who is sort of at the lowest point in her life when her best friend gets engaged and Annie is asked to be her maid of honor. The antagonist in the movie is a rival bridesmaid named Helen, who is beautiful and poised and wealthy and basically everything Annie isn't. And Helen is after the maid of honor job. She wants it and she wants to take it away from Annie. And okay, if you haven't seen the movie Bridesmaids, then this is where you should pause and go watch it um, because I'm about to spoil the ending. So here we go. In Act 3, Helen, the woman who's been working against Annie for the entire movie, comes to Annie for help, and the two of them work together, and ultimately Helen coming to Annie actually helps Annie achieve her goal, which is to be her best friend's maid of honor. So, of course, the next question we have to ask is, why does this work? If it goes against our natural assumptions about the way a story should work, then we should try to figure out why it works, right? Um... And I'll tell you, I sort of cheated with this example, um, but I do have one more example coming, so stick with me. So, okay, Bridesmaids. Even though on the surface it looks like the antagonist is switching sides, because it happens so late in the movie, it's not so much that the antagonist switches sides as this is just how the conflict is resolved. Uh, The end of a movie shows us how the story we've been watching for two hours wraps up, right? So in the case of Bridesmaids, that's with Helen giving up the pursuit of her goal and helping Annie achieve her goal instead. And in many stories, the protagonist and antagonist fight until one wins. Um, Bridesmaids actually falls into that category, I would say, even though it looks like a pretty happy ending for everyone. Ultimately, in Bridesmaids, you know, one, one of the parties, the protagonist in this case, does prevail, It's just that it's done in a way that is sort of amicable for everyone. Um, Okay, so so that may be a little bit of a cheat example, but there are other stories where the protagonist and antagonist resolve their conflict in another third way. And that would be a little bit closer to the idea of an antagonist switching sides. Um, This is true of many stories that focus on a relationship between two characters like uh, most rom-coms, for example, because they're about two people eventually getting together. If the two people are going to have a functional relationship with each other, 
you know, eventually they'll have to stop working against having a relationship with each other in order to have that relationship, right? So those two people generally find that third way where one of them doesn't win while the other one loses so much as the two of them find a way to resolve the conflict that makes both of them happy. Okay, so I have one more example for you, one that's probably a little more true to what the original question was getting at. And this example is Gone Girl. If you're unfamiliar with it, Gone Girl is about a man named Nick whose wife, Amy, goes missing and he is suspected of her murder. Uh, if you haven't seen it, stop listening now because here come all of the spoilers. So Nick is our protagonist and Amy is our antagonist because she is the one who has set this whole thing up and is actually planning her own death to make Nick pay for having an affair. So they're working against each other, but partway through Act 2, Amy realizes she wants to get back together with him. She stops working against Nick. He doesn't know this until a bit later, but that's what's going on in the movie. Amy has switched sides um, during Act 2. So how can this work, right? Well, it works because there's already so much working against Nick, all of which has been put into motion by Amy from early on in the movie. And it's great on a couple different levels. It's great because it actually adds to the strength of the Amy character, um, that she is smart and crazy enough to put a plan like this together and then smart and crazy enough to find a way to circumvent it and get what she wants again. Um, that's great character stuff, right? But, um, you know, plot-wise, once she changes her mind, there are still all these things Nick has to contend with, and that's great plot stuff. Um, he has to deal with the investigators who are after him. He has to deal with all of these things that Amy put in motion, and all of it keeps a strong conflict going, and really it helps keep us engaged, uh, even though the antagonist isn't actively trying to be the antagonist after that point. Um, so that you know, that's really the key there. Even if if an antagonist stops pursuing their goal in opposition to the protagonist, we still need conflict and stakes in the story if you want to keep an audience engaged. Without conflict and stakes, people tend to get bored. So even if your antagonist switches sides, make sure there's still plenty working against your protagonist and that there's still a lot on the line if he or she fails or loses. Okay, so those are the examples I came up with to help us think about the idea of antagonists switching sides and whether or not that can work in a movie. Um, if you have a story where your main antagonist stops being the antagonist, I'd love to hear about it in the comments and how you're making that work. Thanks for listening again, and if you have a question you want answered in the next episode, reach out and let me know. Thanks. Bye.